Special thanks to our podcast sponsors, Brigitte and Bashar Kalai, Hallie Vanderheider, and Sippy and AJ Karana. At Crime Stoppers of Houston, we believe in safety for all, and to achieve that, it's necessary to have balanced conversations where all are represented. Here's where we come together to do just that. Welcome to The Balanced Voice. Welcome to this very special edition of the Balance Voice podcast. This is actually the end of season one, and there was no one else that we could sit with other than our very own executive producer, Sydney Zyker. Sydney, welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to talk about all that we've learned this year. Um, This was really a passion project for me and I hope for you too. And so it's been a really fun season to, to learn from. Um, I think that we came off the gate with some really incredible guests. And so that made our life really easy. Um, and I hope that it's looked smooth to everyone, but it has been a fun learning project for all of us. And I have to just quickly say, you know, Sydney from day one, Sydney's been with Crime Stoppers for what are Sydney? Are we in three years now? Mm-hmm. So Sydney's been with Crime Stoppers for three years. The, the How Sydney and I met is maybe a story for right now or a story for a different, I'll let her decide, but it was sort of or very much fate driven, organic. The earth literally brought us two together. And she'd been saying for about a year, Crime Stoppers has to do a podcast. Rania, you have to do a podcast. We have to do a podcast. And I, and I had done one before slightly outside of Crime Stoppers. And she was like, no, we have to do it. We have to do it. So this summer... This last summer, we decided, let's do a deep dive. What would our angle be? How would we do this? And and really, Sydney and I, with also the help of Tanya Cruz, Elizabeth McChesney, and Katie Myers, um, our, our wonderful team started working on what would this look like? And we came up with this concept of having a balanced voice. I mean, we think of our year for us felony bail reform ran straight into COVID and COVID scams and all these crimes associated with COVID into the horrific killing of George Floyd, into the defund the police movement. We had the politics that we've never seen before and nobody was able, people aren't able to talk anymore. We can't. And so Sydney really pushed this podcast where we have conversations that could be easy or difficult with these incredible guests. And the reason I give the background is because you mentioned guests when we hit the ground running, I think we had booked 35 guests within about two and a half weeks time. Mm -hmm. We had to do bonus episodes. Uh, We're already well into season two next year. And I want to thank you, Sydney, Tanya, Elizabeth, and Katie, and, and this whole entire team that's been behind us, Derek, uh, Real News PR in Dallas for this incredible work. So, I mean, do you want to talk about some of the guests or how can we wrap this up? Do we want to tell the home goods story? I think we have to tell the home <laughs> story. So this is actually my favorite story of all time to tell. So I'm really excited that I get to, to bring this to everyone right now. So I moved to Houston um, for my husband's job. We were newlyweds, so young. I did not want to move here. I'm an Austin girl through and through. And I was like, devastated about having to move to Houston. And we moved here. I was a social worker in an elementary school before we moved here. And so I figured that's what I would do when I moved here. But Houston schools are obviously different than Austin schools. And so I was kind of subbing, kind of not really doing anything and struggling. It was a really hard year for me. And so 
one day my husband called my mom and said, you've got to come down and help her. Basically, I was a puddle of tears on the floor every day of my life. And so my mom came in town. It was a Tuesday. And literally the night before I told my husband, I can't do this anymore. We'd been here almost a year. And I said, I tried. I really, I did put in a good faith effort. I really did. Um, I was like, I can't do this anymore. And he said, I agree and said, I'll start looking for a new job. And so my mom came in town on a Tuesday and she was like, we've got to get out of your house. At that time, I lived in a 500 square foot, little teeny tiny, almost studio with my husband. And it was just the walls were caving in on me. That's how I felt. And so she was like, let's go shopping. So we went to my favorite store, which is Home Goods, and we're shopping around. And then all of a sudden we see this little tiny lady with like all this stuff in her arms. And she's kind of like looking around. And-, well, and by the way, I go into every store and I don't go into stores at all anymore. Not just COVID. I just don't like, I literally only online shop, but when I do go, I'm like, I don't need a cart. I don't, I'm going to get one thing. I don't need any help. And then seven minutes later, I can't carry all the stuff I'm trying to hold. Yeah. So she's carrying all this stuff, looking around and she like kind of spots my mom and I, and we can like, tell that she's looking at us like is she going to say something to us and she goes hey um I'm so sorry to bother and her cute little run you away she's like do you guys think that these nightstands would look cute in my nine-year-old's room yeah <laughs> and we're like uh yeah I think they're really cute and we like stand there we chat with her and then she's like okay well bye and, and my mom and I look at each other we're like do you need a basket she's like no, 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 no. I don't need a basket. And so finally my mom looks at me. She's like, I think you should go get her a basket. I'm like, okay. So I get her a basket. I roll it over and she's like looking at me and she kind of goes, what do you do? And I didn't meet again in the checkout. Yes. 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 So first you asked me what I did. And my mom always says I sold myself short and I was like, Oh, nothing really. I'm a social worker. My mom was like, tell her that you work with kids. And you asked me, you said, do you like working with kids? I said, I love working with kids. That's what I did before. I'm a social worker. And you were like, hmm, that's interesting. And then we all got in line. Well, you were in line first. And then we happened to get in line behind you. And you asked me more about why we moved here, what I do. Oh, am I looking for a job? I said, yes, I am looking for a job. Um, And you said, well, I'm CEO of Crime Stoppers and we've been looking for a social worker. Like, would you be interested in working for Crime Stoppers? And I'm playing like a thousand things in my head. And all I can think is like, I have no idea what this is, but if I tell my husband I got a job, like that'd be great. I'm like, sure. (laughs) So she hands me her card and says, send me your resume, call me. And kind of the rest was history. Yeah, we were literally in a growth spurt at Crime Stoppers, specifically with, you know, our safe school program is very active in the schools and we wanted to find professionals that can go into the schools that can deal with the complex issues, but also how to talk to kids. And so meeting you, Sydney, on that random day, it's a home goods I've never been in since. I've probably only been in five times in the 15 years I've lived in Houston. Um, You started working for Crime Stoppers very shortly thereafter. And we saw such growth and potential in you that eventually we moved you from the safe school program into creating and uh, really running a safe community program where you've done incredible work and, and bringing it back to this whole thing, you know, really pushed us to launch the balanced voice podcast. And so it's been really this unbelievable journey and I'm so thankful for it. I mean, think back to all the guests we've talked to this season. I know, I know. And really 
this was every conversation was perfectly crafted because of a community need that we saw. Okay. So, um, we started this year with, with having these leadership development conversations. And I think that's kind of how we spurred ourselves on to this podcast where we felt like people needed to hear from all sides and from all people and all walks of life. And so, you know, we had guests, um, we had victims and survivor leaders that spoke to us. We had experts in fields. We had our friends, Greg and Gabriel Kelly, who he was wrongfully convicted at a young age. Um, we had all, who else, who am I missing, Renya? My gosh, I, I was just sitting looking at the, at my notes from, from the sessions and, you know, whether our first interview with Dave Ward and Bill Baeza, you know, it's COVID. So we couldn't be in the studio together. I, I, we were in the building, but I separated myself from them and they were in the studio. And so I'm really looking at them through the monitor, through the screen and so moved by, by, you know, Dave Ward, our, our building's named after him. He's been a huge voice for Crime Stoppers. He put us on the map 40 years ago in terms of allowing media to marry itself to our nonprofit and all the work he's done and all the people he's, you know, every astronaut, presidents, vice presidents. And here he is taking the time to be our first guest on the Balanced Voice podcast. And we brought in Bill Baeza. They weren't, um, you know, competitors, except that they were just figure, you know, Dave was, is an icon and, and Bill Baeza had just retired. Also, this loved, beloved man in our community had been on KPRC forever with Dave Ward, had been on ABC 13 forever and having them sit the very first time together to do an interview. And it was really compelling to hear about their stories and talk to me about one of these issues that I find really interesting. I've always loved media. I've loved media my whole life, but media has played such a unique role this year in terms of news turning into basically commentary, um, news becoming extremely divisive, the ability for people to plug in to only the news they want to hear and the way they want to hear it, where the heroes are the people they want to be heroes and the villains are the people they want to be villains. And the fact that we've lost just the facts. And to hear these two giants talk about that was unbelievable to me. And then to go from that to the directors at Nicosi hearing about, you know, Stephanie Powell and the, you know, as, as a black female sergeant, a leader in LAPD who was also charged to manage the Rodney King riots and the, the inner conflicts she had between, you know, can I be a black woman in law enforcement? One, two, as a black person wearing this uniform and the conflicts that that presented for her and her own community, but being able to rise above all that and put all the pieces together, which just to me has, has made me love her so much to Lena Nielsen with also with Nikosi talking about social media being the new track um, to Selma Awad, who I love the Har you know, editor in chief of Harper's Bazaar Arabia, who talked, you know, a woman who had Kim, Kim, Chris Jenner, Kylie Jenner, and Stormy Jenner on the cover of Harper's Bazaar Arabia, this family that lives their life online, that that literally coined the term selfie, that has created this whole culture of us sharing our lives online. But she herself, Selma, talked about like, how much do you pour into the social media? How much do you pour out into it and having understanding limits? Um, I've been very moved by Greg and Gabriel Kelly, your friends out of Leander, Texas. Greg was wrongfully convicted of a sexual assault of a minor. 
um, Showtime did the, the, the series Outcry. From you know, there's Jen Homan talking about sex trafficking. I mean, there's so many. Titania Jordan talking about children on you know online. I, Dr. Jason Campbell and Joy Sewing talking about racism. I can go on and on about how unbelievably packed this season was. Ending with John Quinones just last week, who I listened to his podcast like six or seven times because I love him so much. It's been unbelievable. It's it's been unbelievable in that we've had people from so many different areas willing to have really honest conversations with us and willing to listen to us when we have a differing viewpoint. I think that that is what is so lost and what our country is just longing for this year. And so, and in general, and so it's been really incredible to be able to, even in community presentations, pretty much everyone that I have now, I'm referencing a podcast episode and I'm saying, hey, you really need to listen to this conversation that we had with whomever about this subject. And they're so interested because this is something that's not happening in any other space that I know of, at least. Um, And so I've just been so thankful to all of our guests for their willingness to give of their time and their resources. And that's the other big thing is that we have learned about so many incredible and very tangible resources for our community members throughout um, the season. And so while we'll be taking a a brief break um, to catch our breath, have spend some time with our families for the holidays, um, we will be sharing those resources that we've collected over time. And they're things that you can do every single day in your household or books that you can read, things that you can do to keep your kids safe even. And so Check out our Instagram um, at the Balance Voice Podcast for all of those. We'll keep them coming throughout the next few weeks. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just blown away, honestly, I, more than I could imagine. And I want you to talk about Sydney how people can hear the podcast because that's a question I get all the time. Like we don't understand really where it is and how we can listen to it. And then there's like the Facebook component. So I want you to talk about that in a minute. But before we flip to that page. You know, we are thinking our podcast guests and our listeners. I mean, Brie Lastly just popped into my head. The fact that she spent an hour with us when she cried, I cried. My sister, you know, when Brie Lastly talked about almost being killed and not wanting her sister to see her murder, I'm literally sobbing. And my sister called me after and she's like, oh, I would do anything for you. You know, it, it was such an unbelievable moment of that really highlighted so many things we talk about, you know we all walk around our lives, not thinking anything's going to happen. And then out of nowhere it does. And then I love how she said, you know, we all talk about fight or flight, but nobody talks about freeze Mm -hmm. and this, just the struggle to call 911, the struggle to get help, the way she had to fight and the way she recounts every detail, but then also the criminal justice side that this man who attacked her just walked out of a halfway house. And some of the big, it's touching on some of the really big issues we talk about at Crime Stoppers. Look, I'm with every woman in the world that says, yeah, I love watching like crime shows. Like, I mean, those are the number one podcasts in America and their most data will tell you that women are the number one listeners, like true crime, um, all these dateline shows, women are drawn to this, to watch it, but we don't want to turn the conversation internally. We don't want to sit there and say, now, what would I do if a trafficker got near my child? I mean, we don't, we want to stay away. I will watch it. 
if I want to see it, like, you know, you pause to look at an accident, but I don't want it near me. And so we're here saying, well, let's talk about it and make it personal. And people are like, no, 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 no. But we've, we've, I've always said, look, public safety and these conversations, it's not scary. It's not paranoid. Put it in the same bucket as your deep dive into anti-aging, put it in the same bucket as your deep dive into health and wellness. These are wonderful conversations that equip us to live the best life, to raise incredible kids, to go everywhere and do anything, but be public safety minded, nothing wrong with it. And we've really seen people start to be able to have conversations that they were uncomfortable with before and feel safe about them. Um, You know, I'll just throw this out there. We're an organization that is super tough on crime. We talk about felony bail reform, bond reform. We talk, we've, we've, Andy Kahn has, has coined the term bond pandemic, um, you know, and, and sort of playing off of COVID and, and the pandemic that's happening globally. But while we can be tough on crime, we also are absolutely against wrongful conviction, which is why Greg Kelly's story didn't just resonate with us. It hit us like a ton of bricks, which is why we had Michelle, attorney Michelle Tugel on, um, and now I feel like I'm saying her last name wrong. Teagle. I'm always like Teagle. Teagle. I'm always like Michelle. Remind me. And I have the worst name in America, but um, Teagle on who used to to defend criminals. And she would say, I, "Yeah, maybe they're a criminal, but they deserve the right for a fair fair trial, speedy trial, and adequate punishment." And we agree. Mm-hmm. Um, if people were following the news, Brandon Bernard was the ninth person executed last week. Uh, he's in Indiana. Kim Kardashian you know, like her or not, you know, I really respect the position she's taking on some of these issues and people will tell me, oh, I'm sure you're happy he was executed. And it's like, no, we can be tough on crime. He committed a crime when he was young. Um, We think punishments are warranted, but they have to be fair. And we have to pour into rehabilitation and we have to pour into communities when kids are young so they don't choose a life of crime. And I'm not for the killing of somebody who has rehabilitated their life and um, has the potential to do wonderful things. So can we have all those conversations or are we not allowed to? I think we're allowed to. And and that's what the Balanced Voice podcast is about. I think we're allowed to. And I think we're leading the way. And at least for me as, as the executive producer, that's why it's been so important for me to add in, you know, really concrete research components. Like really what does the data say? Really what are the experts in this field finding? Um, So that we can back all the sides of what we're saying and even bring um, different opinions to the forefront. Even sometimes different opinions of what you might expect Crime Stoppers to be saying. Um, I think people are sometimes shocked at our responses and our answers. It's been cool too to have like people send us, you know, I wanna hear about this, this and this. We've had a lot of moms weigh in and say, look, what do we do about, um, you know, everybody can say, don't have your kids be online, but it's not feasible. And we understand that. Mm -hmm. So how do you navigate? What do we, what do we really talk about with them and how do we keep it safe? So we've had somebody come on, it's, he'll be um, coming up in Sydney can tell us when he's coming up, but we've had a really, really interesting podcast with um, a, a psychologist in this area who's with the Menninger Clinic and so much. We are a community. This is a community driven podcast. It's by the community for the community with unbelievable people behind it. Sydney, for those who still don't understand, how do you watch or view the podcast? 
So our podcast is both audio and visual, which makes it a bit unique, but something that we love because we bit, we get to be a little more creative with our production. Um, the visual component of our podcast premieres on Crime Stoppers of Houston's Facebook page every Wednesday at 10 a.m. So what that means is that you can watch us. So if you want to see our faces, if you want to see our guests' faces, and we often have added um, visual elements on it, um, you can go to our Facebook page at 10 a.m. You can watch it. We would love to have you interact with us in real time. Usually um, both Renya and I sit in the comment section and we can respond to your um, questions or comments. And you know, if you have something that you'd like us to talk more about, we are always there to chat with you um, at that time. You can also find the visual component on YouTube after the premiere. So if you want to go to YouTube now and look for the visual component of uh, an episode that we've had in the past, you can do that. And then of course we drop the audio only version for every episode at midnight, the night before the visual podcast airs, um, in an effort to get anyone who likes to listen to the podcast, um, on their way to work or while they're getting ready in the morning. So, um, you can go to Google podcast, you can go to Apple podcast, you can go to Spreaker or Spotify, Anywhere where you're going to listen to a podcast, we are there. We are the Balance Voice Podcast with Renya Mancarios, and um, you can find any of our episodes there, even our bonus episodes. So that's how it works. It's funny. My parents every week, they're like, we don't know how to watch this or listen to it. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't either. <laughs> no. Sydney, you've done an incredible job. Real News PR has done an incredible job out of Dallas. Um, what are you most excited for next season? I'm really excited to, to, um, answer questions that we've gotten. Um, we have a big database or I've created a database for myself of questions that I've received guests that we've wanted to have. Um, and we have some really cool people that I've actually discovered through school. Um, I'm also in school. So people that I've discovered, no, not at all that I'm just really excited to welcome, um, Rania has some cool guests up her sleeve as well. So that, and then I'm just excited um, to expand our reach. I hope that you will share the podcast with your friends and, and tell them that this is a space that everyone's welcome. Um, everyone can come and listen and there's a space for everyone's opinion. So that's what I'm most excited about. What are you most excited about? I'm excited for the response and to continue the the work of the podcast, uh, you know, we've, we're a nonprofit, so we don't have funds to really advertise this like we should, but the organic, completely raw reach has been really, really wonderful to see and, and to hear people say, I listened to it on a, I had a woman say, I listened, I saved all of them and I had an 11 hour car ride. And so to her, to her destination and back, she listened to our season or up until we the last episode. And, um, that's really moving. And to have people engage to say, you know, so-and-so should be on the show or talk to you guys. It makes me feel like we're doing something that serves the community. And we hear many different voices. We understand that there's a lot of hurt. We're, we're, we're listening. We're listening. We want to ask, we want to talk. I I'm learning every episode, Joy Sewing and Dr. Jason Campbell, when they talked about racism in America, I'm still learning. I'm still learning, you know, and it's been, it's been really moving to hear people be very raw and very open, you know, with us. And so next season, 
we have a lot. I'm looking at our list of people that we have already confirmed and um, that we're reaching out to. Be be arm in arm with us. Let us know what you think, the good, the bad, the ugly. Help us do better. Help us serve the community. I pour out thanks to Sydney, the opener of the podcast to me is fantastic. I know Sydney, Tanya, and Elizabeth work really hard on that. Uh, Katie Myers, who's in New York, uh, living her living her dream and my dream, is um, also staying in touch with us. And so that's wonderful. And then, of course, I keep saying the team out of Dallas. We're so, so, so thankful to you all, to all of our guests, to all of our listeners and friends and partners, our podcast donors and supporters. Let's just be honest, as a nonprofit, none of this would have been possible without Brigitte Kalai, Hallie Vanderheider, uh, Sippy Karana, and um, Maha Rashid Khan. And we already have uh, donors lined up for next year, new donors who have seen the value of this. So we thank you. We thank you all, our angels and friends and partners. And um, we look forward to continuing to do great work together. Um, we're going to take just a couple week break. Um, this will be our last episode and we'll be back. Drum roll. January 13th at 10 a.m. So we hope that you will enjoy our resources between now and then and reach out if you have any questions um, or if you have any specific guests that you'd like to hear. You can sign up for our newsletter um, on our Instagram page and our bio. So that's all I have. Follow, follow, subscribe, share, and have a happy, safe, and healthy holiday season, everybody. We love you all. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Sydney. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye, everybody. If you missed anything from the show, check out the show notes at thebalancedvoicepodcast.com. This episode was edited and mixed by the team at Real News PR. Our executive producer is Sydney Zyker. Our advising producer is Katie Meyer. Our media and quality assurance director is Tanya Cruz. And finally, our creative design director is Elizabeth McChesney. To find out more information about Crime Stoppers of Houston or to get involved with our prevention programming, please visit us at crime-stoppers.org. You can find us on Instagram at The Balanced Voice Podcast, and you can find me online at The Run Your Report.